Hello, thanks for joining us here at Animal Cafe, the place to meet with friends, bring your dogs, and have a great conversation with our guests. On Monday at animalcafe.co, you'll find a new interview with someone working to better the lives of animals. Then on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, we meet in the chat room to go beyond the interview and get answers to your questions. I'm your host, Mary Haight. With me are fellow hosts, Eric Goebelbecker, Dr. Lori Houston, and Edie Girolam, bloggers all. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for guest and host profiles. We hope to see you here every Wednesday. So sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy the show. Today I'm going to be talking with Michael McCormick, who runs the very pet-friendly Lazy Dog Ranch in Bed and Breakfast in Southern Arizona with his wife, Catherine. Just to explain that I wasn't playing favorites in my choice of innkeeper to interview, Catherine is in Lima, Peru at a high school reunion, but Michael does have a lovely Irish brogue, which is always a bonus. He also makes a mean Irish coffee for his non-canine guests, but we'll get to that later. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Edie, very much. I was going to say, why don't you start off by giving us a little background of uh, yours and Catherine's experience in the hospitality industry and explain how you came to open a pet-friendly bed and breakfast. Well, it's always really been a dream of ours to to have a bed and breakfast. We've both been in the hospitality business, uh, working for for other people uh, probably for the last uh, 25, 30 years. And uh, about four years ago, we got into an opportunity of, of, of purchasing a, a home in southern Arizona. And uh, the more we dealt into it, you know, pets were always a big chore with us when we traveled. Uh, we've always had two plus dogs. We now have three. But um, so traveling with dogs, it's it's uh, you know it's, it's part of the vacation. It's a great joy on, on uh, you know, taking your pet, your family member with you. So that's how we got into, uh, we just opened it up for, for pets. Could you tell us a little about the inn and why it would appeal to people traveling with dogs? Um, it's it's too only inn that's, <laughs> the only inn that's in the San Pedro Riparian National Conservation Area, um, big mouthful. Um, we're right on the river. Um, it's it's quite remote, but yet it's only a short drive to town, but you do feel like you're, you're in the middle of nowhere. But you're only 10 miles or so from Sierra Vista and uh, about 12 or 14 miles from, from Tombstone. Uh, we have two suites, um, separate entrances. Um, the, the property is completely um, enclosed, uh, fenced, so we have two and a half acres that uh, dogs are allowed to roam free. There is not a courtyard. Dogs just go out, and they normally are with my pack. So um, that's that's how. That's why I think it would probably, you know, for most pet owners, it's lovely to be able to have a dog outside roaming, knowing it's safe. Um, you do. You mentioned that you have three dogs, and I I've met them. They're very lovely, but large dogs, and. Uh, you allow three dogs in each guest room, uh, no size right. limits. So that's potentially a lot of dogs. <laughs> so I'm wondering if um, you could tell us about how that works out. Yeah, we've actually had, um, I think, five dogs here 
guests and my our three dogs. Um, you know, everybody seems to work out. I mean, the, the, my smallest dog is a hundred pounds, and then I've got uh, she's a half Great Pyrenees, half Anatolian Shepherd. Um, she's the baby, and then um, her name is Zora, and then Thor is a Bernese Mountain Dog who weighs about uh, 118 pounds, and then Mac um, is a German Shepherd uh, mix. I like to say he's a mix with a mountain lion because he's 122 pounds. Oh um, and they're, uh, they're they're very well behaved dogs. I like training dogs. I do that on the side, and and so for the most part, they they um, they do what I tell them to do. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they're, they're, they we've not had a problem touch wood here yet. We've had some um, not particularly friendly dogs, and and you know what? They do their own business, and my dog does their own, their, their business. So they just stay away from each other. I would just tell my dogs to leave them alone, and, and truthfully, they do. Um, you know, usually unfriendly dogs are because they haven't been particularly socialized. Um, you know, so the, the owners are usually keeping them very close to themselves, and, and so they're not letting the dogs out to roam. Um, most dogs, if you just leave them be, they're, they're fine after a few minutes. There might be some... But we no, we really haven't had any problems. People travel with their dogs. Um, the dogs are usually very social, and and you know when you see three big monsters like my dogs, our dogs, so I say I keep saying mine, but our dogs. Um, a lot of people, as as I'm sure you were when you first met them, were oh my goodness, they're huge, but they're very well behaved and and they're extremely friendly. Once the human gets over the the initial shock, the dogs are normally fine. So how much of your business would you say comes from people traveling with dogs? I would probably say uh, anywhere from 60 to 75. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It, it's, uh, we, have, we, have a lot we have a lot of dogs here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it really is a niche that we... When we originally first started this, we really didn't think the dog people would be, would be, um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, our clientele, but it certainly has turned out to be. Well, you're on a nature preserve that's known for birding, so um, that must have been your expected clientele. That's exactly who I thought would be the, the uh, our main clientele would be birding, and, and we've had some birders here. Um, but no, the, the, again, the, the, and some people have bought their dogs who are birders, um, and then they just leave their dogs here with mine throughout the day, and they go do their birding, which is which well, is you know another bonus. A lot of people can leave their dogs here and not worry about you know putting them in a kennel. You know, if they want to leave them in the room, I will take them out for a walk throughout the day. You know, so it's just an extra bonus. That is, that's a wonderful service. Said that you go out in the morning with your pack and you take. You take the others along with you? Absolutely. Um, we, I do a couple of different uh, things. I, I, I feed my horses early in the morning. So most, nearly all the dogs that are always staying here normally come down to the barn with me, and then I'll take them down to the river. And then every day we go for a walk. Um, it's about a two-mile walk to, to the mailbox uh, from, from our house and, and then back. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've, often taken, I've often taken guest dogs on our walk. Most of the time when, when that happens, I put them on a leash, only because I'm not particularly 
familiar with the dogs, but um, I'll put their dogs on a leash, and unless the unless the owners want to come with me, and then they're more than welcome. Sounds like a great um, excursion out in the morning. Yeah, it's, and um, yeah, and the evenings. I mean, this uh, you know that we, we've just finished a trail actually along the river, so now we do a hike literally along the river. It's along the riverfront for about. Uh, that's about a mile and a half or a two mile loop. Uh, dogs love it because there's always water in the river along here and so the dogs are always in and out of the river and um, it's just a beautiful hike. Yeah, I don't think people are aware of how wonderful it is that you have that property with the water in the middle of southern Arizona even though there are areas that are uh, preserved. It's very unusual to have, have your um, in beyond on the preserve and right on the river. I don't know if that there's anything quite like it. Well, we're, we're certainly the only in on the reserve. The, the other inns that are in here are, are in the Sierra Vista area are close to the preserve. They're not in it. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and we were extremely lucky to have that. I don't know of any other inn that, that literally is on, on the river. Our land crosses by the river, so we actually own five acres of land here. Uh, two, two and a half acres is on with the house, and then two, a, two and a half acres on the other side of the river. We always have water. There, there's some just fantastic hiking trails down here. Which, um, down by us, it's wonderful because you really can't get down to the river from the road because it's all private property. Um, but yet the river itself is not private, so it's it's quite a it, it it's a beautiful part of the of the preserve where most people do not come. Are there any particular challenges you didn't set out to have that large percentage of being dog friendly necessarily? Did you encounter special challenges, for example, cleaning? Um, you know that you would not necessarily have had if you didn't have such a large percentage of, um, of well, pets that you're in. Okay. Uh, the cleaning of the room, um, that's why we charge normally $10 per dog um, because that the, the, the outside is neither here nor there. Dogs are going to do their business. Whether I have three dogs or five dogs, it doesn't really bother <laughs> me. Um, but the, the, the room, I, try, I ask the guests to keep the dogs off the bed. Um, unless they like to bring their own comforter. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had some guests who have done that. They have bought their own comforter. And I have no, obviously, you know, I can't keep every dog off the bed. Um, so that, that has been one of the challenges. It, it, it does take extra cleaning once the guests have left. But that's just the way it is. We're very thankful for the business. Well, how do you find, um, do you have an experience with dog owners that you find uh, different than your experience with other guests? Is there a type of dog person, or is that just... Um, but they all the um, same, just with dogs. Well, with, with the name of our location, you know, the Lazy Dog Ranch, um, and if you go onto our website, <laughs> um, you know, our dogs are very much front and center on our website. So there's no difference that I get here because people who stay here like dogs, whether they're bringing a dog or not. You sometimes have people come specifically because they miss their dogs, they want surrogate dogs. That's very true. Um, I, I, tr I tried once, actually. I think one of our very first guests uh, fell in love with our young female, Zora, the white dog, and, and actually asked could she have her in the room for the night. But, um, my, dogs are, yeah, my dogs are not allowed in the guest rooms. And believe it or not, uh, yeah, and she wouldn't go. My, my dog wouldn't. I said, sure, if you want to take her, take her. And uh, she she wouldn't go in the room. Um, so, so 
but you know, you can give them as much loving and grooming. I mean, if you bought a brush or I give you one of my brushes, believe you me, you'll you'll have a friend for life. <laughs> Is the friend you or the dog? Would you have a? I mean, uh, I'm looking at my dogs right now. I haven't groomed them for the whole week, and uh, so t this weekend is is going to be just grooming. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, if anybody wants to come out here and groom dogs or horses or, or even cats for that matter, um, yeah, feel free. Come on out. Well, now I know you don't have people uh, riding your horses, but um, no. but people can. Come look at them like uh, like Frankie did, and he enjoyed yeah. the experience um, people, very much. Very seriously, I've got one horse who doesn't particularly like dogs, including my dog. Um, I mean, I tell most owners that you know you're not going to damage, you're not going to hurt my horse. It's the horse that's going to hurt your dog. Right. Um, so you know, if you can't control your dog, you should really, in the beginning, have them on a leash. What I have found that most dogs, when they go into the arena, first of all, and they run around. Um, once they realize the horse isn't particularly friendly, um, for the most part, um, they leave it alone. You, but, but to go back, you can, um, you can groom the horse. I've had people who have come out and groomed horses. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I have all, all the stuff down there. My, my both my horses love people, and they both loved being groomed. They're wonderful around dogs. You know, nobody touched wood again. Nobody has, uh, has gotten hurt, so... Most dogs are pretty quick, and, and the older dogs or the smaller dogs do, don't go in there because they, they just look at this huge animal and they just leave it alone. Now, what are the things that you would say that you you offer everyone, not just uh, people with, with dogs, think that you're in? Well, apart from my wonderful personality, um, <laughs> That's the true. Irish coffee is, as you mentioned earlier on, uh, we, we have a fire pit outside at night, um, and I normally light fires. Uh, as long as there's no wind, um, if there's absolutely no wind, then I'll light a fire and we'll do s'mores. And, and then if they like to partake in, in an Irish coffee, um, I will make an Irish coffee from scratch. Uh, we put uh, our breakfast in the morning for, for people. Um, is, is My wife makes everything from scratch. Um, then we have fresh fruit and yogurt, etc., etc. And uh, fresh baked goods. She'll make everything, as I said. And we do a welcome basket for people when they come with freshly baked cookies. And if they have dogs, we give uh, freshly baked dog treats. Yes, some of your dog treats are very exciting. Yeah, um, I, I actually try them all, which, which my wife gets very annoyed with me. But I try, I mean, everything in there is really good. I mean, it's you know, peanut butter and oat and whatever else. And, and uh, so I always end up tasted them. Uh, my dogs love them. I didn't taste the dog biscuits, but they, they looked very appealing, <laughs> and I, I did see the recipe book. Uh, <laughs> okay, we got a whole book and, and cookie cutters and everything. Very attractive presentation and uh, wonderful Thank ingredients. You. So, and I, But I did taste both the Irish coffee and the goods, so I can attest to those. They're, uh, they're excellent. You. Uh, if you had to give anybody advice who might be considering something like this, uh, opening an inn and uh, allowing pets, uh, what what would you say? As well, that's as a tough one. I mean, you, it's gotta, you've got to have a passion for both people and pets. 
When you talked about your hospitality background, I wanted to go back to that. Um, what types of places have you, uh, you and Catherine, worked in before? I yeah, I mean, I I, um, I grew up in Ireland. Um, my actual, I've got a degree in agricultural management. Actually, I, I grew up on a farm. But when I started traveling, I found that uh, working in the hotel business was the easiest way to to travel around the world. And I lived in Australia, New Zealand, Spain. England, and then over to the state. My first job in the state was on a dude ranch up in New York, and then I became a, a food and beverage director of a country club in North Carolina, and I became a regional food and beverage director for a pretty large hotel chain um, living in Annapolis, Maryland. Kath was working for the only four-star hotel in Raleigh, North Carolina, in those days. I'm sure there's more than one now, but in, when we lived there, there was only one. Um, and she was in, um, she became a regional manager under marketing, um, sales and marketing for a hotel company in, in, uh, in Maryland. So we, you know, we've got a fair amount. I've, I've always been in the, in the kitchen um, and the front of the house. That's where I've always felt comfortable. And, and Kath has always been in the, the sales and marketing end of it. Which, you know, so we have a great relationship in that area. Yeah, and, and you... Do and I do it. <laughs> it seems like it works out perfectly. I think going back to you know, it's a passion that you've got to have. This is not uh, this is not something that uh, you know. Pe people often think a bed and breakfast how romantic and nice, and and it is. Um, but you've got to truthfully love it. You've got to truthfully, uh, you know, it's, you're not doing it for the money. I can tell you that much. Well, it sounds like you have a combination of, of solid experience and passion, which probably helps on on both counts because you know, you haven't gone into it starry-eyed and said, oh, hospitality business, this will be fun and no work. Um, but on the other hand, you've been there long enough so you know how much you enjoy it. So, thank you very much for Animal Cafe. And... We'll look forward to having you at the chat on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Awesome. Thank you very much.